scripture reading is taken from Mark chapter 11, verses 1 to 11. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Just say this. The Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, What are you doing? Untie the colt. They told them what Jesus had said, and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to, colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the roof, and others spread leafy branches that had, that had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead, went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Then he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went up to Bethany with the twelve. This is the word of the Lord. Today's uh, Palm Sunday. Uh, I've been always uncomfortable with uh, Palm Sunday. Uh, the lecturer has two choices actually for today. You can go with Palm Sunday or you can go with Passion Sunday. Passion meaning suffering. So always I do kind of Passion Sunday. Uh, because it is reflection of, uh, on suffering. We are going through the Lent, Lenten season. During Lent, what we are meditating on is the suffering of Jesus Christ. And then today is the peak, actually, as we, uh, as, with the beginning of Palm Sunday, on Sunday, the, uh, the Passion Week comes. So it is kind of continuation of the theme of suffering and all of a sudden on uh, Palm Sunday you see uh, this celebration. People shouting Hosanna. Uh, they were laughing and uh, playing with each other. The children were running and uh, people were waving their uh, palm branches and they put their cloak on the uh, road and then they were really, really celebrating for uh, the coming of Jesus Christ. Jesus was entering into uh, uh, Jerusalem. Of course, we understand why they do that, uh, because they probably had different expectations from what really uh, actually happened in Jerusalem. What they expected was that Jesus, being such a powerful king, would enter into Jerusalem and conquer all the leaders and powerful people and then he will bring the kingdom of God and then he will win the victory. That's what they expected. That's why they were celebrating, they were shouting, uh, they already uh, are in the victorious mood. Uh, so I understand very much of why they do that but as a person, uh, and then all of you, you already know what would happen uh, in Jerusalem 
to Jesus. And that's why it is uh, difficult for me and for all of us to reconcile these two scenes. You know, Jesus uh, in uh, Jerusalem, uh, he went through so much suffering uh, there. And then uh, he was opposed and rejected by people, betrayed by a friend, and his best friend denied him. I mean, in a matter of week, he went through the worst human experience. Think about your best friend rejects you, uh, betrays you, sells you, sells you, and denies you that, oh, he doesn't know. All these things happen from Monday to uh, Thursday, and then people were spitting at him. Uh, they were angry with uh, Jesus. Uh, they finger pointed at him, ridiculed him, and they finally put him on the trial. And at the trial, they said, okay, you're guilty. Your punishment is capital punishment. Crucifixion uh, on the cross. So finally they condemned Jesus uh, at the trial. Uh, and then people who followed Jesus were hoping for the best. But they came up with the worst. And then finally on Friday, Jesus was crucified. And that's what happened in Jerusalem. And then Jesus was entering into that Jerusalem to receive all of that. And people were shouting, Hosanna. People were uh, happy, laughing. I mean, this is what uh, they uh, said. Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. That is the picture uh, that I took when I went to Jerusalem. And that's the scene. Uh, that is the Jerusalem. You can see uh, Jerusalem from the Mount Olive. I found that very odd to see these very contrasting and contradicting images. You don't celebrate for the suffering of a person. That's not nice. We don't do that. When somebody goes through suffering, we sympathize with them. We cry with them. But you don't celebrate shouting Hosanna. You, you don't, you don't uh, laugh and then uh, wave palm branches. You don't do that for the suffering person. That's not nice. But we do it officially on Palm Sunday. That's why I had a difficult time to uh, preach on Palm Sunday. But this time, while preparing the sermon, I understood more deeply the reason why we can or we should Celebrate for the suffering of Jesus Christ. We can celebrate the suffering of Jesus Christ because Jesus changed the meaning 
of suffering. That's why we can now celebrate for the suffering of Jesus Christ. To many of us, suffering is not a good thing. It is a bad thing that happens to us. We want to avoid suffering at all costs. When suffering uh, happens to us, we don't say that, wow, that's great. Most of us say, oh, this should not have happened. So we don't like suffering. Yesterday, after visitation on the way home, you know, whenever I preach something, something happens to me to be relevant to the sermon. And on the way home, uh, near home, uh, this car just came into my lane and it hit my car. And then the, the front part just, I mean, I was going this lane, uh, a university and uh, done that, a university and uh, uh, front, and these two lanes go, and then the right side lane goes uh, to the York Street and or uh, the university. And this guy on the left side, and from here he tried to go into the York, and he, and he didn't see me, he just came in and then hit me. I mean, more than anything, I'm so busy. I can't handle the stress anymore. <laughs> so many things are happening right now in my life. And an accident, I never had an accident. And he just jumped in and he, you know, banged my car. And then, and then immediately I was upset and angry. Oh, and I went out and I thought, and then he was lying and all kinds of stuff. Uh, he was a, a two, three uh, young uh, uh, guys. And, and then immediately, this uh, sermon that I was preparing came to my mind. Uh, you know, be calm, be quiet. And all of a sudden, uh, I had kind of compassion for these guys because they, they were swearing and then, because it, it, it's a bad thing for them too. And, uh, and, and you know, suffering, we don't like it. We like to avoid it as much as possible. But somehow, when I look at Jesus and then listen to his message, all along, he was choosing the suffering. It's not that he tried to avoid the suffering and then somehow encountered the suffering and then he overcame it. No, he was choosing the suffering from the beginning. That was really odd to me. But in a way, uh, refreshing and even inspirational. He was choosing the suffering from the beginning. Why? Because to Jesus, suffering was the road to victory. Not meant to many of us, but to Jesus, suffering was the road to victory. That's why he chose from the beginning the suffering. What kind of victory? What kind of victory was that? Jesus' victory was not to conquer the enemies. If that were 
Jesus fight. He would have come into Jerusalem not on a donkey, but on a horse with swords. But he didn't come in with swords on a war horse. He came on donkey with palm branches. 300 years before Jesus came, 332 uh, to be correct, 332 BC, King Alexander the Great came into Jerusalem on his famous horse, war horse, black stallion, Bucephalus, and he conquered Jerusalem. And this was his horse. But Jesus did not come on a horse. He came on donkey. Donkey was a symbol of peace and the horse was an animal of war. Jesus' fight was not to conquer but to bring peace and love. That was the fight of Jesus Christ. Jesus' fight was not to dominate the weaker people. Jesus' fight was to bring peace and justice and love. And if your fight is not to conquer but to bring peace, justice, and love, and I realize that suffering is the only road. There is no other road. Suffering is the road to take. Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, Mandela, all these people took the road of suffering because that is a road to victory and that victory was not to conquer but that victory was to bring peace and justice and love. Jesus fulfilled what Isaiah foresaw. This was what Isaiah saw when that's uh, army when I went to uh, uh, I forgot these is I can't remember the names anyways uh, south of Jerusalem there the army were uh, guarding it and the walls are all around where is it near Gaza near Gaza but not exactly Gaza. good try good try <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, if you get old, older, this is what happened. I mean, as soon as I landed Jerusalem, I felt stuffed, suffocated. Why? Because the walls were all around. So you have to go around and around to just to get to, from A to B. You can just walk there, but you have to go around so much to uh, get from A to uh, B. And then these soldiers were guarding everywhere. But this is 
was what Isaiah, the prophet, said many years ago, before Jesus came. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. What a beautiful imagery. And how much we need this message today in this world where there's so much tension, fight, terrorism, struggles, killing, violence. There's too much violence for me to take in the world. Jesus Christ came into Jerusalem as a humble servant of God to bring peace. Simple. He came to bring peace. He lowered himself to the lowest of all human beings. He took all the humiliation, ridicule, rejection, and horrible death upon himself, but did not say much. Did not say much. And this was what got me yesterday. As soon as I saw them, at first I got angry because human natural human reaction, and then I had compassion. So I asked, uh, maybe I should have given them ride. Please, <laughs> uh, because they they had no car. I mean, they had, their car had to be towed. Suffering to Jesus was road to victory. And when he took suffering, he was quiet, silent. And this is again another vision of Isaiah. Uh, that is a picture that I took in one of the uh, churches in uh, Jerusalem. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is silent. So he did not open his mouth. He entered to Jerusalem and made peaceful demonstration against evil, but his courageous embrace of suffering brought healing to all of us. Jesus' suffering was road to victory. Jesus' suffering brought healing to all of us. When you fight with others, you don't bring healing. You may win. You may justify yourself. You may say that I am right and you are wrong. You may do that. But there's no healing. Only when there's suffering, 
there is healing. And this is what Isaiah foresaw. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity. And as one from whom others hide their faces, he was despised and we held him of no account, but he was wounded for transgressions, crushed for iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. Jesus' suffering healed all of us. Suffering, I realized and I discovered, was Jesus' weapon, not the sword. Suffering was Jesus' weapon. If your fight is a fight for peace, then suffering is your weapon. That's why Jesus chose suffering. He took the weapon upon himself. And I, I'm thankful to Jesus to show that humanity. I'm thankful to Jesus because he showed what good life is, truly. His suffering was a suffering of love. And we have a special word of suffering love that is compassion. Compassion meaning come together. Passion meaning suffering. You suffer with somebody. That is compassion. That is love. And that is kind of love Jesus showed during his life. He wasn't scared of suffering. By embracing the suffering, he transcended the fear of suffering. If you are running away from suffering, you will be always scared of suffering. But when we embrace suffering, we will transcend the fear of suffering. So many young people, they are scared of suffering. What if I lose my job? What if I don't get boyfriend or girlfriend? What if my life is not that great? They are scared of suffering. And they try to avoid as much as possible. They try to deal with it. But to Jesus, suffering was a road to victory. And his best weapon. He quietly and confidently walked into Jerusalem to go through all the suffering and finally completed that suffering on the cross. That's why Jesus said on the cross, what did he say? It is finished. It is completed. We are living in a violent world. I just can't believe how we human beings have become this low. It's just because you suffer, you go through so much, you take 150 people, plunge into the mountain, 
you're hurting, you know, this, not just the death of 150 people, but the wound and hurt of the family of 150 people and the fear it caused for anyone who rides the plane just this morning or in Halifax, the uh, Air Canada that uh, got off there. How, how much uh, they would have been scared. So much conflicts and fights. Why do we have to do that? Why do we have to fight so much? We human beings, sometimes I wonder whether we have lost the ability to live together in peace and harmony. Our fight is not to win. Our success is not to go higher. Our happiness is not to have more. Our fight is to love and to bring peace. Jesus walked through the violent Jerusalem and suffering was waiting for him, but he did not submit to the temptation of this world to conquer, to go higher, and to have more. He chose the suffering to love and to bring peace. My friends, you are the disciples of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. May God fill you with His peace. And in your life, whenever this hostility or enemies or volatile situation come, do not lose. Be kind. Be hospitable, be gentle, and be peaceful. That is the only road to victory. We're going to be different. We are not going to use weapons, violence, to deal with our problems. All the movies that you see, their only solution is a violence. I don't believe so. I don't believe that message. I believe in the message of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Let us sing together, reflecting on the message, my peace I give unto you. Is a road to take, have, have to take.
take suffering. But even though we take the road of suffering, we are the disciples of peace. Let us pray that God may give us that powerful peace within us.